Nothing But The Words, episode number 60, Too Tired To Write. Welcome to Nothing But The Words, the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book. Now here's your host, your author coach, Candace L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis. I hope your week and your writing are going really, really well. You're going to have to be a little patient with me and give me a little grace. My voice is super tired from teaching a workshop earlier today. I was working with a, a group of young adults who are developing their business writing skills so they can get a better job. So that was fun, but my voice is a little worn out. So let's get on to today's topic. My coaching clients tend to be very high achieving individuals, as you can imagine. They're people who are serious about getting their books written. They're willing to invest the time and the money into coaching and writing. And they tend to be that way in almost every area of their lives. They're high achieving people. Some of them have reached a point where they're running businesses worth multiple six figures, and some of them even have multiple seven-figure companies. And of this group of people, many of them have set themselves up in such a way that their businesses run without them or without them most of the time. So they have plenty of time to write. Most of my clients, however, while they are still very high achieving, they're not in that space yet where the money's kind of coming in without them having to show up in the office every day. They have day jobs or they're running a business, or in many cases, they have a nine to five with a business on the side. In fact, many of my clients are writing their books as a part of pivoting from employee to entrepreneur full time. Bottom line, these authors are busy, as I'm sure you are too, but they're ambitious, driven people, and they want to write the book they feel called to write. They don't want to delay. With as much as they have on their plates, they still want to get their books written. Recently, one of my clients in my group coaching program, Short Books, Big Results, asked in our Facebook group, how do you write when you're exhausted? My answer to her was, I don't. Now, don't get me wrong. There are plenty of times when I have pulled a late night or several late nights in a row, and I've had to push past those feelings of sleepiness or being tired. But when I'm really exhausted, when I'm worn down, like when I put in a couple of 90-hour work weeks for a big project, I don't try to write. Exhaustion depletes your creativity. You can't really focus when you're tired, and it's just not fun to try to write when you are struggling to stay awake in front of your laptop. Rather than try to write through that level of tired, I try to do something about it. Now, let me be clear that I'm not talking about the kind of exhaustion here that puts you in bed for a week. If you are that burned out, if you have been subsisting on four hours of sleep every night for a couple of months, or you're falling asleep in front of your laptop on a regular basis, it's probably time to put your book aside. Get the rest and recovery you need to function in your daily life before you worry about writing your book. You're going to produce your book much faster if you're not completely exhausted and you're going to produce a greater quality of work. So I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the kind of exhaustion you feel when you've been up half the night with a cranky toddler or a sick friend, the kind of exhaustion you experience when you've been putting in long hours at work, but you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. You don't need a two week vacation. You just need a break. In that situation, no, I don't recommend that you write, but I do recommend that you deal with the things that are wearing you down and then you can get back to writing. 
So I want to give you four ways to recover from exhaustion of the everyday variety and get back to writing. These are energizers I use in my life on a regular basis. So energizer number one is take a nap. A few years ago, my mastermind coach, Liz Scully of Rethink Central, who is absolutely brilliant at masterminding and many other things, got tired of me whining about how tired I was. I mean, I probably was saying the same thing every time we met. No, I haven't done that. I'm exhausted. No, I haven't hit that goal. I'm exhausted. Yes, I was working a lot, but come on. Liz told me about a study done by NASA to determine how to take an ideal nap, a nap that will combat fatigue and let you wake up refreshed and ready to be attentive and productive. Here was their recommendation. Have a cup of coffee and then nap for 20 minutes. The idea is that the caffeine will kick in and give you a boost just as you're waking up. So you'll sleep through that lull and you'll wake up energized. I am a coffee drinker, so I do take NASA naps in the afternoon sometimes, and I've found them to be very effective for me. But everybody's different. If you're sleepy or feeling fatigued, any kind of short nap might help. But even if you don't fall asleep, lying still with your eyes closed and some quiet music or ambient noise playing in the background can really help you recharge and get back to writing with more focus. Energizer number two is to eat nutrient-rich foods at every meal. Whether we like it or not, we all know how food affects our energy level. If you've ever fallen asleep after a Thanksgiving dinner, you know what I mean. But just like some foods can make you sleepy, others can give you renewed energy. I actually find fasting gives me the most energy. But there are foods that will help you feel better and more focused. For me, those foods include green juices, fruits, and big salads. Anything you might consider junk food and any meal heavy on grains has the opposite effect on me. They make me sluggish. So pay attention to the foods you eat and how they make you feel because everybody is different and we're all affected differently by different foods. Choose foods that will support you through your writing session. This is probably not the time to be hitting the Doritos. Energizer number three, get out of the house or the office and get some sunlight. Obviously, I am not giving you medical advice and I'm not telling you to lay out in the sun and get a tan. Absolutely not. But going outside for even 10 minutes a day can help you replenish your energy. Getting fresh air, spending time in nature, even in your own backyard, can improve your mood and your energy level. And small amounts of sun exposure have been shown to boost your levels of serotonin, known as the happy hormone. It can help stabilize your mood and also improve your focus. When I'm really, really waning (laughs) and I'm sitting at my desk or in this lovely brown chair, it's a club chair here in my office in one corner, and I'm still tired and can't focus on writing, I will take my laptop and go outside. And yes, you can figure out a way, you can figure out an angle, you can turn up, turn up the brightness on your screen so that you can still see, but I'm always able to get an hour or so of writing in that way. Writing outside never fails me. Energizer number four is to clear your to-do list as much as possible. To do this, you will have to rely on your team. Of course, you want to start by getting rid of distractions like social media for fun or Netflix. If I find myself on Facebook too much, I know I'm tired, right? So I know I need to do something different. But I'm also talking about delaying or delegating the things you consider to be your duties or responsibilities. My husband and I are both writers. So over the years, we've recognized that if one of us has a deadline, the other one is going to have to pick up the slack. I have shirked all kinds of duties throughout the course of our relationship, and we've been together 17 years. I have handed off everything from driving the kids to school to making dinner, grocery shopping, cleaning anything at all and more. And so has he, by the way. And my husband isn't the only one who has had to pick up my slack. So did the kids when they lived at home. 
We're a team and we help each other in this family. If you don't have an in-house team or they're not on board with this plan yet, which, you know, if they're not used to it, it can take some transition time. I highly recommend paying for help. Order takeout. Buy prepared meals or super easy to prepare meals where most of the work is already done. Hire a housekeeper to come in just every other week or once a month to do the deep cleaning. Pay somebody to do the things you don't have time to do so you can do what matters. Those are the four strategies I use. Take a nap. Eat nutrient-rich foods at every meal. Get out and get some sunlight and clear your to-do list of every possible distraction or time-consuming activity. Make your book a priority. Implement one or more of these strategies so that you can keep writing to the end and finally become a successful published author. That's it for this week, my friends. For more writing tips and inspiration, follow me on IG at Candace L. Davis. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis, and I'll see you next time.